This episode of the podcast features the fixer. Listeners, welcome back to the next English podcast. I have done it. Hell yeah, I've made it to Luke's English podcast. You now must be saying to yourself, you have what? I don't believe this. You have appeared on whose podcast? Luke's? Seriously? No way. Well, to be honest, I still kind of don't believe it myself. But yeah, it is reality. Uh, essentially, I could now stop recording this podcast. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. What's more there in the world of podcasting, to be fair? I mean, in the world that I am living, you know? To become a guest on Luke's English Podcast, your favorite podcaster ever, your hero, ever since you ventured out on this perilous journey of English language self-improvement. And that's exactly what I'm doing, I think. The one that has been such a massive influence and inspiration for you for so long in your project. You guys who are my long-term listeners know, you know what I'm talking about, you know how much this all means to me. I don't think I have to say more, to be fair, but I will, because this is what I do. And yes, Luke has been on the next English podcast several times, and it was Always amazing, of course. You might make that point. And it is certainly a valid point. But this one, this one is level up for me. It is one level higher. When I started listening to Luke's English podcast and set up my podcast back in 2013, you can count how many years I've been doing the next English podcast, it was never my intention to one day appear on Luke's English podcast, to one day be a guest on his show. Of course not. No, I definitely was not that ambitious. I certainly did not set out to do this with this notion in mind. No, not at all. When I went to London with a friend of mine in 2015, we had done this several times. Um, These were like those nostalgic trips just to come back to the places we used to live in. You know, to see the Arsenal Stadium and and to meet our old friends and and so on. So when I went uh, to London in 2015, I just thought, why not ask Luke if he wants to meet up? Why not? I've been listening to to his podcast for two years at that point. I have started my own podcast. Why not ask him? I knew Luke was supportive of my podcast and I think he sort of found it cool that his listener made his own podcast. Now, to be frank, at this point, we have to mention that I was not the only one, you know. There were more podcasts, like Jose's English podcast and Guillaume's English podcast and Learning With Myself. There there have been more listeners of Luke's English podcast that have attempted this. If my memory serves me right, it was actually Luke himself who suggested coming onto my podcast, onto Zdenek's English podcast. Um, you can still listen to those. 
Uh, you can just find them in my archive, you know, there are several episodes with Luke. But I never thought I would ever pluck up courage to go on Luke's English podcast. You have to understand that all his guests are so high profile. This already puts so much pressure on you. His guests are comedians, famous people like David Crystal, who is arguably the most famous linguist ever to walk the planet Earth. Then there is this fluency MC. Um, sometimes they are not famous, but they are just extremely funny and interesting. Or just people with super high level English. And they are not just native speakers. They are educated native speakers. Uh, Luke does not interview people with broken English, really. Most of his guests have, have had the RP, you know, the received pronunciation. And, you know, the closest to having broken English is probably Paul. Paul Taylor, the comedian that that has become a star in France, and um, famously he he appears on Luke's English podcast often. He's one of the friends of the podcast, and I think he's closest to having a little bit broken English because he tends to drop his T's, you know, like um, better. He would say better um, things like that. Um, but then again, he is really really funny and. Uh, he always have things to say. So the point I'm making here is that I would not have even dared to think about something like this ever happening, of getting invited to the podcast. I suppose the reason Luke decided to invite me is because he has followed my story of Celta and Delta and making it as a summer school teacher in London. And he always cheered for me. As we know... The British actually like to support, like, underdogs, you know? But um, what about me? Well, like I said, I wouldn't have been really confident, let's say, seven, six, five years ago. But these years I'm trying to push myself a little bit further. So I have made it to become a presenter in front of a large audience in Podjebrady Theatre. It's giving me confidence boost, of course. Working in London in summer camps, giving me a lot of confidence as well. So, when I actually got the invitation last year, uh, I did not hesitate. I just said, of course, look, it would be an honor and privilege to feature on your podcast. And I will be honest with you, I could not sleep the days before we did the interview. Not just because of it, but also I have really bad sleeping patterns in general. I should really fix it. I am not happy about it at all. Anyway... I get a little anxious before something important happens. I always do. You know, it was the same before my IELTS exam. I couldn't sleep at all. It was the same before my state exam. Right before the state exam, um, when I was, uh, you know, taking at, at a university, which is the final exam at a university. I think it is natural for most people, actually. You know, I don't, I don't think I am different in this from most of the people. You know, this interview sort of mattered to me. I'm aware of my strengths as a teacher, as, as a, somebody who speaks English. And I'm aware of the fact that I have come a long way with my learning English journey. And I have achieved high teaching qualifications as well. But I am not one of those people who brims with confidence, if you know what I mean. Now, you might be saying Zdenek, but you're a hypocrite. You are speaking in this kind of way... It seems like you well know what's going on here. Well, yeah, but no, I don't feel like I'm one of those people. 
I can get very self-conscious, you know. I'm not sure about myself and there are moments when I'm like, oh god, my English is shit. It happens to me a lot, actually. Sometimes when I'm with a lot of native speakers, sometimes I'm just not in the zone or if I'm tired a lot or let's say I go drinking, there are moments when it just doesn't happen for me. And um, yeah, we're talking about my English, so I would like to be able to make zero mistakes in my speech or just to be able to uh, express myself in the best possible way. Uh, especially if you have a two-hour interview with Luke from Luke's English Podcast, you, you just kind of have to be anxious a little bit. It's just inevitable that you will end up um, being a little bit stressed about it, having some nerves, you know. Um, I did my best, all things considered, and I think the topic really helped. It was. Um, it is always easier to talk about things you understand. I don't always understand myself, guys, but I guess talking about my own life, it's kind of easier. You may have noticed that when the conversation changed the course, though, I was not able to contribute that much, and I just let Luke do the talking. Yeah, admittedly, it sometimes felt like I was not able to keep up with Luke 100%, but frankly speaking, Luke always made me feel comfortable, always asked me the right questions and always listened to what I had to say. So, for example, when he mentioned one of those comedians that I knew nothing about, he didn't go on about him for ages. He realized that perhaps this is not something I can contribute well, so he did not really, uh, you know, torture me. Uh, he just, uh, uh, you know, dropped the subject. So, for example, when I talked about my game and the tabletop simulator, Luke just let me do the talking at that point. Uh, com he completely let me take over because uh, I guess he knew nothing about this himself or not much about this himself. And fair enough, you know, th there you go. So I think overall it, it was all right. Um, imagine, imagine how I felt when the podcast ended. It was, it was just a mixture of... Um, delight, of course, oh my god, I've done it, amazing! But then, also, some sort of negatives, oh god, how many mistakes have I made? I must have made a fool out of myself there, oh shit, I remember one already, oh no, I've just realized another one, oh god, wasn't there too much hesitation, you know? Didn't I use a uh, word too much, is that even a word? I think it's like a filler. I don't, I'm not sure. It's it, well, you can you can spell it as a word. E R R, and the more R's you put there, uh, the longer the uh, is. So, you know, I, I had all these thoughts in my mind, and I was like, I, I hope I didn't sound arrogant when I said that not, none of my students ever had a problem that I was not a native. It must must have sounded a little bit arrogant, right? Me, non-native speaker, daring to say something like that. By the way, it was actually true, you know, nobody told me that they would rather have a native speaker um, over me. Nobody ever said that to me, so I just, I was just answering honestly there. Uh, perhaps some of them say it behind my back, I'm not denying that, but how do I know, right? Unless they really tell me, how do I know? Well, some of them probably think this, I mean, it's only natural, you can't really please everyone, can you? Let's not be idealistic here. Anyway... All these thoughts were resonating in my head and then I lay on my bed and took a long nap. I was truly exhausted at that point, you have no idea.
yeah, some of you might think that I'm overanalyzing everything. Yeah, I probably am. But it is kind of nice to reflect on this experience. Well, let me stop now, actually. I'll stop in order to proceed to the main content of this episode, which, by the way, will also feature this guy. This episode of the podcast features the fixer. So, this episode is supposed to be a language analysis based on the two episodes that I featured on. We are talking about Luke's English podcast, uh, episodes 569 and episode 570 called Learning and Teaching English with Zdenek Lukas, which were published on the 12th of January 2019. Okay, so it's, it's a double episode pretty much. Let me actually explain why I want to do this. First of all, this is not the first time. There was a language analysis episode 78. It was episode 78 called Interview with Luke, language analysis in brackets. This was way back in 2014. And also episode 170 recorded in 2017. So there is a tradition. It's not just uh, Luke's episodes. There have been some more language analysis episodes based on um, interviews with other people. There is one with Maria, I think. But actually, that one might have been a patrons-only episode. Yeah, I think that was the one that The Fixer featured for the first time. Yeah, The Fixer. The Fixer. You. Yeah, just shut up, okay? Let me talk. Yeah, that was... um, I think that was the first one that The Fixer appeared in. The Fixer, the guy with that strange voice, the guy that often insults me, offends me, is the guy that is often in my head, the guy that makes me so self-conscious, you know, that one, that guy that has a different voice because um, I'm trying to, mm, you know, differentiate my own voice from his, so uh, so that it's clear for you who is who. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm just, my point is that the traditions are worth preserving, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I think they are. So I'm doing another language analysis episode here. Secondly, I simply enjoy picking apart the language. It is a lot of work because you need to prepare it more. Sometimes you need to consult clever books, dictionaries and Google to be sure. I do enjoy it though. In Luke's English Podcast Premium, Luke always says he spends a lot of time on these language teaching episodes. He is definitely not lying. This is just harder and more time consuming than recording an interview for example. Despite this, though, I really enjoy analyzing the language. Call me a grammar geek, if you will. I simply like it when things are logical and have some rationale. Thirdly, this is useful for me personally, because I look back at my own errors, and it is especially useful if I notice some sort of pattern in my own errors. Sometimes we are not aware of the mistakes we make, you know. I usually am, because I'm a teacher. Um, I say usually, so there might be mistakes I keep making and I don't know about. Saying that, I can try harder to focus more, I can really try hard. But someone suggested to me, she was a language mentor with a super high level English herself, that I should not worry about my mistakes and I I should just enjoy the process, uh, the learning process. I'm not sure if I agree. I mean, it might be a nice idea on paper. But in reality, I cannot do it by nature. I'm an English teacher. Correcting people is actually part of my job. Most of the time, I correct silently in my head. 
So students get away with a lot of mistakes. That's because you should not always correct students. You know, that's what the clever books say. But, you know, sometimes I correct, of course. And I would, I would be a hypocrite if I did not correct myself. I often correct myself, you know, when I make a mistake, I try to make it right on the spot. And if I correct my friends, let's say, uh, people who join by more, my board game meetups and so on, well, they will just think I'm a dick if I do it too much. So you have to know when to correct people. So I almost never really do that. When I'm with my friends, I almost never really correct them. I would have to, uh, you know, I would have to be in a teacher mode, which sometimes happens accidentally that I get into the teacher's mode when I shouldn't, but I quickly realize it and I stop. But what I am doing now is called a delayed feedback, actually. It's also a very useful tool in English language teaching. It's different that there is less embarrassment for you. You have the benefit of the hindsight, uh, so you can sort of think it through. But there is a disclaimer, listeners. I am not correcting everything in this episode. Either I may have missed it, didn't notice it, in which case feel free to contact me about it if you think that I made a terrible mistake, or I keep making a mistake indeed, that would be even better. I won't feel ashamed at all if you do that. Quite the opposite. I will be very, very grateful to you, because it can be extremely helpful to me and revealing. Um, so um, sometimes it's just the slips of the tongue, or sometimes I correct myself, like I said, or sometimes even Luke manages to correct me indirectly in a very clever way, because he's uh, an English teacher, so he knows what to do. So, you know, this is it. This is what I'm doing here. It's a language analysis episode. And we will see, there might be two parts to this. Depends on how quickly this goes. So, without further ado, here is the language analysis episode based on my appearance on Luke's English podcast in episodes 569 and 570. Have fun listening to the show. You've been listening to Zdenex English Podcast, a podcast with less change than anyone would expect. Sometimes it's like you don't want to go into explaining everything, especially if you have been a listener for four or five years. You're like, mm -hmm, how do I explain this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell how me. How do I explain all these hours spending listening to Luke? <laughs> Long time, no see. What is this, Zdenek? Hours spending listening. That doesn't make any sense. What are you doing there? I hope it's just a slip up. You should have said hours spent listening. All right. I think you know. Don't you? Do you? You must know. There's a lot of, you know, everyone sort of goes quiet. So I think yeah. there's probably a sort of threshold, right? Absolutely, there is, Luke. It's, it must be exactly the same as if you start doing any activity when you take up going to the gym. It's exactly the same. There's some sort of threshold and you need to get past that. Hmm. And if you manage that, well, bobs your ankle, as you say. And then <laughs> you're in. You're a, you're a lapster. You're in, yeah. It's all well and good that you are a lapster. And that you can use the phrase, Bob's your uncle, Zdenek. But you should be more certain about using th sound. When I say th, I mean th sound. Th, not t. So you should have said threshold with more certainty in your voice. 
I could sense it. I could feel it. I know you wanted to say threshold, but it's threshold. Threshold. Ah. Mm-hmm. And there just seemed to be no one around. It's well, like so different to my journey to work. Well, Luke, obviously I sent that photo so that I, so with, with, um, with uh, hope in mind that I would win that competition. <laughs> obviously it doesn't really happen that often. And considering there's global warming now. Well, there may be existence of global warming. Warming? No, I meant warming. I'm not infallible myself, as you can see. That's because... I am Zdenek. I am part of his. Part of his? No, I meant part of him. I just wanted to prove my point, that's all. I wanted to say that there is global warming, but there's also the case of your head or brain or whatever melting, Zdenek. Your brain is melting. You should use your irregular verbs correctly. Send, sent, sent. Let me repeat. Send, sent, sent. If your incompetence doesn't cease to exist, I believe a case could be made for you to be sent into an institution for people who are utterly, utterly incompetent. Something like mental house. More than that, a house for incompetent people. Like yourself, Stenek. So you work as an English teacher there? I do, yeah. How long have you been so we, doing that? Um, well, that's, that's an interesting question. I graduated from the university in 2011. Uh-huh. But I had taught before, yeah. before that. Um, an English what? A teacher? An English teacher? Are you actually kidding me? you are redundant just like that past perfect tense was redundant in the sentence you used when you used the word before you no longer need to use the past perfect so you should have said I taught before you utter and complete half-wit. You are a disgrace to your profession. But these days, the students are much better. That's because, Luke, um, after the fall of communism in the Czech Republic here... Mm-hmm. Did you forget that the British use articles? Did you forget about that? The fall of communism... Because it is a specific event in the past, after the fall of communism. You fool, you should know that the British use articles. For example, they have recently triggered Article 50. <laughs> Very funny, indeed. I am the fixer. I have sense of humor. It's dark, but it's mine. My precious. Uh, they, they, they were still using the grammar translation method and like mm. outdated methods. Mm. So it took some time to get um, to, to, to where we are now. But so, unfortunately, I was at that age where I was studying at that time where 
the teachers were not that good. What the heck? What the heck was that? Did you somehow manage to make the same mistake twice? Did you dare to use where in a relative clause where you should have used when? Did you do that? What the heck? How is this bloody possible? Holy moly. I cannot have this. This is simply unacceptable. I have never in my life witnessed so much incompetence in one single interview. You should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah. So these were the only subjects, but these obviously they were not the the key the key things we sh- we should know at the time. Mm. 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 Ah, should have known, or were supposed to know. You are in the past. Your brain is in the past. The action is finished, you fool. Just like you are. You are finished. Um, little jobs on and off, like in, and if uh, they would just send us to a different place in London. And then um, after I like proved myself that I'm uh, reliable, and they they. The only thing that you proved to me and to yourself is your inability to use the English language, and more specifically, the you know what's it called. Have I forgotten? Did you infect me with amnesia virus? What is it called? The, you know, it's on the tip of my tongue. Uh, 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 Reported speech. Yes, reported speech. After I proved that I was reliable. I was reliable, not am. Especially if it's no longer valid, because as we can see quite clearly, you are not reliable anymore. No, yeah. th- that's that's actually that's actually funny because they well first time I came to work, uh, of course my bo- uh, my Bob, what am I saying? My my boss. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Your Bob. Your Bob, you see, this is what happens to incompetent people like yourself who overuse idioms. You do tend to overuse idioms, Danek. Especially the idioms Bob's your uncle and also kill more birds with one stone. And this is why you make such blunders. Never have I seen so much Foolhardiness. Whenever, whenever I spoke to my boss, he he thought that I sound like like somebody from from Parliament, like a member of Parliament. Because I am lost for words. Again, again, you made a mistake in reported speech. Stop repeating the same mistakes over and over again. I am getting annoyed by that. It's so irritating. Or irritating. Which one sounds better? 
irritating or irritating. I like that one more. That sounds much better. Better! Ah, I am the fixer, and I will fix everything. There was a point where it all kind of shifted towards um, like having great time and like even being imp- like I felt like I'm really important for them. They well, oh mine, you do not cease to amaze. You keep delivering, delivering incompetence. Again, a mistake in reported speech. I don't have nerves for this. But there are more mistakes in this. There are more. I cannot believe how many mistakes you are capable of making. Why? Why? Having a good time. Ah! Again. Again. There is absence of an article. You have to remember that the British use articles. That's like a rule of a thumb. You know, fix your English. Fix your English already. At one point I said I, I have to go. You said what, you illiterate nitwit? Again, reported speech. I cannot, for the love of God or devil or whoever. Uh, should be named at this point. I cannot believe this. I cannot comprehend. Had to. Not have to. Had to. Or was this actually supposed to be direct speech? I doubt it. I highly doubt it. Just like I doubt yourself. Zdenek, get a grip. Like I, I always wanted to go back to study at a university. Yeah. I never wanted to end up doing manual work like that. Yeah. Uh, no offense, but I just thought, because all my friends, uh, all my schoolmates went to the university, so I would feel like I, w- I would underperform or um, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I wouldn't live up to my potential or whatever. Yeah. Zdenek, you have made a mistake in a narrative tense. This is completely unacceptable. How dare you make such stupid, stupid mistakes. By the time you left England, your friends had gone to university. So that action happened before you left England, you fool. So you're kind of yes, like, you know, exactly. this communications guy. Yeah, yeah. That's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... It was, it was a lot of fun, yeah. And it, it boosted especially my uh, confidence. Stanek. Are you sure about that word order? Are you sure where you put that word especially? Are you sure about that? Because I'm not. I'm just putting it in question here. You make your own judgment. You are, after all, a teacher. I am the fixer, but you are the teacher. You should be responsible for your actions. So it turns out this fixer guy is kind of running out of steam, which is a good thing, because to be frank, I have had enough of him, really. You will never get rid of me. I am you. I am your alter ego. I am your worst nightmare. I became like a form, wait, not foreman, what's the word? Like, um, <laughs> it's a terrible word, but like a dog's body. 
that's that's yeah, it's I good. Was, it's I good word. Like a dog's body for my boss, like his assistant, pretty much. So even when he went once uh, for holiday, he went on a cruise for three weeks. So first of all, you do not interrupt Luke because he is the untouchable. Do not do that to him ever again, you stupid fool. And secondly, the pronunciation is cruise. Cruise. Soundness. You are deplorable. Fix your bloody accent. But to be honest, like some of them were had, had university education, so I I would never be able to like progress. Like you know, I could always be someone who's eight seconds of you speaking. How is it possible that you use the word like four times? Why are you overusing this word? It is a filler. You are supposed to use it when you are struggling and you should not be struggling so much. Stop struggling or get the hell out of here. Uh, what do you think of this idea that some people are just good at learning languages and other people I, aren't? I am glad that you asked this question, Luke, because I have got an answer for you. I think Zdenek is utterly deluded. He is so despicable. His English is just unacceptable. He keeps making mistakes in reported speech, in narrative tenses... His pronunciation is often off. It's just insane. I think he's just nuts. And he should. And he should take some action. He should be ashamed of himself. You want me to take an action? You know what? I will take you up on that offer. Get the hell out. I've had enough of you. Okay, guys. So this is this has been my analysis when I tried to pick apart the first part of the interview with Luke. And I hope you enjoyed it. Hopefully you won't suffer from some sort of post-traumatic stress disorder now after having to come to terms with uh, this person or, or what is it? I don't know, alter ego. Something that is often in my head because as you know, I am very self-critical, self-conscious. So I'm aware of my mistakes and it's a good thing. But if it's too much, I think it can actually... Uh, sort of hinder progress so you know like with everything in life you have to keep some sort of balance anyway thank you for making it so far if you are a new listener to the next english podcast then welcome to my podcast i think it is possible that some of you who listened to my interview on luke's english podcast wanted to check out my podcast and i hope uh, you are not disappointed i hope this is not a letdown for you If it is, then I'm sorry, and uh, believe me, I've been trying to work on it for as, lo as long as I can remember. This podcast has been going for seven years now, almost. So, you know, just what I'm going to ask you for, if you have made it this far, I suppose I'm going to ask you to give my podcast a chance, listen to a few episodes, and if you think it's not worth listening to, then, you know, fair enough. I won't blame you, and it's absolutely fine. But uh, if you think this podcast is, is something that could help you actually improve your own English or just, you know, sort of give you another perspective, let's say, then go ahead, listen to my podcast. I will be more than happy if you do that, of course. And uh, I will be also very happy if you communicate with me, if you reach out to me, you could do that 
uh, on my Facebook groups, Denex English Podcast Facebook group, or on podbean.com, where you can simply find my podcast and you can subscribe to it. You can find me on iTunes. You can use any podcasting app that is out there to find my podcast there. And um, yeah, don't don't hesitate to send me a message if you have anything to say, be it negative or positive. Uh, I'm very happy to uh, answer your questions. And that's it, I guess. And because this was just language analysis of part one, I'm going to put it out there as a question, actually. Are you guys interested in me doing part two? Obviously, it might have to feature the fixer again, but uh, I, I suppose if it's for good cause, I will do it. You know, I, I will I will sacrifice myself, I suppose. Uh, but it's up to you. I'll leave, I'll leave it up to you. If you think it's worth doing, uh, I'm going to prepare this episode again because there will be a lot of errors to correct in part two, obviously. But I don't necessarily have to do it if you are not interested. I could just publish other sorts of episodes. Please let me know. That's it for today. So thank you very much for listening. And until next time, bye. Thanks a lot for listening. For more information, go to Zdenex English Podcast Facebook group or visit zdenexenglishpodcast.podbean.com.